0: Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace
1: for your daily dose of news and tips. Well, the temperatures have dropped in Sydney with a southerly change coming through 11 degrees at the moment. The good news is, for Fred Hastings, the action on track in Harness Racing is still hotter than ever. Good morning, how are you? Good
0: day, It was a good meeting last night. Uh, we saw great performances by man and beast. Um, of course, Cam Hart and Luke McCarthy, uh, they picked up... Uh, a treble each. Um, we saw Chris Alford win his 132nd Group 1, which we'll have more on in a moment. And just the, the calibre of horse that went around. Bondi Lockdown was superb. Uh, certainly uh, on, the, uh, on the comeback, first up after that uh, run where he won the, uh, the light horse free-for-all on Miracle Mile Night, uh, he had to sit three deep early, then park without cover and was too good for them. Uh, his stablemate, mate, uh, the old-timer out of Orlando, ran a cracking race in second. And it was good to see Cash and Flow, another of Team McCarthy. You might remember this horse won something like twelve or thirteen races on the bounce uh, during the COVID era, uh, from around about I think it was about April of 2020 through to about October of that year. Um, and hasn't quite captured or recaptured that form with a bit of age. But he came back and uh, he, he ran a terrific fourth and. Uh, I think he'll win another one. And just interestingly, we saw Tough Monarch become the most winningest horse at Manangle a couple of months back. Uh, Cash and Flow is one of uh, three horses still racing that are just one win behind the great trotter Tough Monarch. So uh, if Cash and Flow can bounce back, he uh, may well uh, equal uh, Tough Monarch and who knows, perhaps uh, Uh, emulate and and surpass him Uh, the gold bullion consolations Cabana won the boys for Gavin and Paul Fitzpatrick and Sarah Tasloy got a real good opinion of her Uh, she was good, Uh, Michael Doltoff and Luke McCarthy combined for the win there but we had two group one races two group ones for the Trotters they were races 5 and 7 race 5 was the Trotters Oaks a very classy lineup, and it was a bit of a clean sweep for the Victorian stables, here's how I saw the action
2: it's Rockin' with Attitude, leads them by about three metres on Glamour Stride, covered up third the inner, is She's a Wish, poised the outside, Elder Baron Miley, Mel's Zadels had a very economical run, Kai Valley Amanda, the local Hope Tougher takes off three and four horses wide, and in behind those is Satin Stride as they straighten 30 the quarter, and the leader is Rockin' with Attitude, comes into the stretch leading four metres now, Glamour Stride sticks on, She's a Wish, down the outside, Elder Baron Miley, Tougher and Looking for clear passages, Kai Valley Amanda, but it's Rockin' with Attitude, Breaks clear, Rockin' with Attitude, She's-A-Wish looks to be the only threat if there's to be one. He gets busy now on Rockin' with Attitude, she's holding them and Rockin' with Attitude, group one glory, Rockin' with Attitude goes home to score and beats She's-A-Wish, third's a camera.
0: Alderbaran yeah, Rockin' with Attitude, an outstanding trotting filly and uh, was able to score yet another win. Her uh, bankroll is up over $200,000, and she's just a, a terrific trotter and uh, really seemed to relax and enjoy racing on the big roomy expanses of the Menangle Track. Uh, David Miles, the trainer driver for a big group of owners, and uh, she was sent around as a, a $1.50. Uh, the runner-up run a terrific race. She's a wish, and Alderbaran Miley comp- uh, completed uh, the trifecta for the uh, for the Vicks. Race seven, and it was great to see a trotter's race for four-year-old and upwards mares. It was the Garrard's MacArthur Trotter's Mile, and we saw one of the best in the business in Chris Alford win his 132nd Group 1 race on the outstanding Queen Elida
2: so 56-9 the half of the cages and Queen Alida this outstanding trotting mare leads by five meters and starts to put I'm ready jet to the sword majestic trio runs home on the outside as Queen Alida kicks well clear then of the others headed by Royal Charlotte Paris K, and the rest are headed by Lady in the Sky as they swing 27-8 the quarter and she's gone into overdrive Queen Alida she's put up 15 meters now in second spot is I'm ready jet majestic trio trying to stay on for a place paris k is running home resolutely but park your peepers on this outstanding trotting race mayor Queen lighter she's going to spank them Queen Elida, eyes on the clock 153 goes home to score in a photo finish yeah
0: terrific uh, performance by Queen Alida. she beat the uh, the local brad hewitt's uh majestic trio gee yeah uh, she's racing well I'm ready, jet third, and Jared Alton produced Paris K into fourth. Spotted massive odds. But uh, Queen Alida, what more can you say? Brent Lilly and Chris Alford. Uh, Chris has got a great affinity with Queen Alida, and she's been able to win yet another feature race, uh, sent around as a very short favourite at $1.35. So that was the action last night. The last race for the Trotters uh, was Jared Alton. He found his way to the winner's circle again. He had a, a, a win earlier, Uh, in the night he bookended the uh, card he trained Romney and partnered up with Cam Hart and they partnered up again in the last to win with uh, uh, Regal uh, Attire in the last race beating Rayvon Hall and Stress Factor so all in all it's a terrific night of racing at headquarters and the trotters strut their stuff again this coming Saturday Uh, the derby uh, always interesting with the derby for the trotters being on uh, the following Saturday because we often see that under the conditions the trotting mares uh, take on the boys, and it'll be interesting to see if any of those uh, good uh, fillies who went around in the oaks back up into the derby next week. Well, Easter Saturday, about four weeks ago, there was a nasty fall in the opening race at Newcastle, and one driver, one prominent driver, who's been missing from the driving uh, lists over that period of time is Chris Geary. And I thought it was time to catch up with Chris, see how he's recovering and when he's coming back. And he's uh, joining us, giving up some time this morning for On The Pace. Chris, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Freddie. Uh, injury, it was a pretty nasty spill at, at Newcastle and you suffered a pretty nasty injury to your finger. Do you want to take us through that? Um, yeah, Freddie, I um,
3: yeah, initially didn't sort of know too much after the fall um... Yeah, everything seemed pretty good. Obviously I had a little bit of pain in, in my right hand and um yeah, it probably wasn't until coming days that um yeah, it didn't really settle down much and end up uh yeah, going and getting it checked out and yeah, I was found that I had um yeah, an a an oblique fracture to um yeah, my um small finger on my right hand and um yeah, sorta of, yeah, taking a bit of time and um for something that I sort of didn't think it'd be um yeah, too much for of the pain, yeah, it's just really taking its time and um, yeah, taking An a bit of managing. An oblique fracture, but... Chris. An oblique fracture. That that's
0: a, a clean break. Is that is that right? Have I got that right? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yep. Clean break. Um, yes. Uh, it's uh, yeah. Like I said, I um, didn't think too much of it at first, and um, yeah, as a couple of days went by, and yeah, the pain didn't sort of go away too much. Um, yeah, sort of thought uh, there was something more going on, and. Um yeah, that was that was the end um result there. Oh, really, nice. So uh, yeah, wow. yeah. And, and, and
0: four weeks off, you must be you must be kicking the walls down, busting to come back. When will we see you back? Do you, have you have you been cleared to return?
3: Um yeah, I just got a clearance um on Friday free. So um oh, yeah, hopefully uh hopefully Tuesday we'll be yeah, back in action. It's um yeah, it's felt like a lot longer than, than a month to be fair, but um yeah, no it'll be good to get back out there. I bet, and I'm sure, uh, you
0: know, plenty of stuff to be done around the stables. You and your partner, Ashley, uh, Ashley DeLazer, of course, have uh, relocated to uh, uh, around the Wallachia area with a, a stable. Um, so there'd be plenty to do. How have you found not being able to get in and, and do an awful lot? Uh, and, and has Ash uh, given you heaps about having to shoulder the burden most of the time?
3: Yeah, well, um, yeah, it was pretty bad time in Friday. Like we just moved out to a... Um yeah, new property out here at Wallachia and, um, yeah, trying to, even just things like setting up some yards and, and things like that, um, yeah, it took me yeah. probably a lot longer than I wanted to, but, um, yeah, Asha's been good, you know, she's, um, yeah, she's a really hard worker, so, um, yeah, it probably didn't help, like I said, it wasn't great timing, but, um, yeah, we, we, we're managing and, yeah, slowly getting things, um, to where we want to be, so, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, everything's going along not too bad for the minute, Freddie, so, uh, yeah, just hope that it keeps improving.
0: How many horses are you working, and have you got room for more? I guess there's always room for more.
3: Yeah, yeah, always room for more, Freddie. Um, We've got uh, 11 here at the moment, so... Yeah. Um, Ash still works a few hours in the morning over at Manangle for Ricky Alchon, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, it keeps us quite busy between, uh, yeah, doing doing our own thing, and then, um, yeah, obviously, Ash still working another job, so, um, yeah, mm. it's been pretty full on, but... Um, so The one thing that's probably helped us a little bit is I haven't had to sort of go to the races too much. It um, yeah. hasn't really helped me, but, um, yeah, so, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're managing, and like I said, um, yeah, there's always room for more. So, um, yeah, you're always on the lookout for, uh, for some decent horses or, or new clients yeah. or anything like that. So, um, yeah, you just got to hope that the horses stay consistent and, and race well and, and get a few
0: results. There you go, there's a free plug for you, mate. Now, now, as far as timing, you, you see, and there's never a good time for injuries that keep you out of the bike for, you know, a month as it's been in your case, but, but it's also bad timing when you're getting momentum and you really were picking up the momentum and, and getting decent drives and, and having a good run. And it must have been as happy as I'm sure you are for the, the Sloy's team who you do a bit of work for and a bit of driving. Uh, good to see there, Philly Sarah to who you partnered uh, in a race at Bathurst that I caught. It was a phenomenal performance that night. You must have been thrilled to see her uh, bounce back, and uh, I guess
3: hoping that uh, you'll you'll regain the drive uh, down the track. Yeah, definitely, Freddie. Um, like <laughs> just starting to get on some some quality horses, and yeah, get a bit of momentum going, and um, yeah, that's just life and and racing, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great to see her um, back in the winner's circle again last night. She's um, yeah, she's a quality little filly, you know. She um, she really come along from you know her first early couple of um, education trials where you probably didn't expect too much from her, and yeah, she was um, quite a surprise the way she kept improving. And um, yeah, it was good to see her um, pick up another um, decent race again there last night. You think she's got a
0: big one in her, Chris? She she gives the impression she's improving all the time. A lot of upwards.
3: Scope. Yeah, definitely, Freddie. Um, like you said, um, even a run at Bathurst that night where yeah. she got things a little bit wrong and, and was still able to win. Um, yeah, there's definitely plenty more improvement in her. Um, like I said you'd like to think that there is a, a good race in her there one day, but um, yeah, they are very hard to win, obviously. But um, yeah, I, I mean, if she keeps improving the way she she has so far, and you know, even after maybe a little break, she might come back better again. So um, yeah, there's definitely um, plenty of options for. her
0: Chris I don't want to embarrass you because I know you're a modest man but we're pretty lucky to have you in harness racing in some respects because if not for a selection in a particular junior rugby league side you, you might have steered the way of playing rugby league as a as a profession and uh, as a junior you had expectations or there were expectations of others that you might have been I think it was the Penrith Harold match team um, I think it's under 16s or thereabouts, but some young kid sort of got selected ahead of you. Um, people might have heard of him, I'm not sure, but his name is um, Nathan Cleary. Um, <laughs> you, you, you had uh, some good battles, I, I guess, uh, trying to, to win that, that spot as halfback in that side, uh, but he got the nod. So I guess rugby league's losses is Harness Racing's
3: game. Yeah I, uh, yeah, I don't know about that, Freddie. Um, yeah, he sort of had the wood on me for a long time mm-hmm. there. It wasn't... It was a pretty short lived battle to be fair. Um yeah Nat, Nat was always an outstanding player and um yeah. yeah we sort of yeah, had a few little runarounds there, um yeah, for a for a couple of years through the juniors there and um yeah, had a lot of fun playing footy and yeah, for a while thought maybe that was um something we could um yeah look towards. But yeah they were um yeah they were head and shoulders above me, Freddie it wasn't wasn't much of a battle in the end. No, I think you're being modest.
0: I, I have heard you're a pretty handy uh, player but uh, I'm glad we've got you and uh, it, it, quite unfortunate you expect you know, finger injuries and breaks and the like to happen in on the rugby league field but uh, you've, you've had it happen to you in the harness racing track or on the harness racing track but the good news for Chris Geary fans is uh, you're back on Tuesday. Have you got, you got a drive at this stage or any you got anything worth mentioning?
3: We um, got uh, a couple of our own, and Freddie and um, yep. Ash has been doing a good job driving the Pooh Bar, so she can stay on him. And um, I might uh, jump on little Parked in Heaven. She's in a in a heat of the regional um, championship and um, yep. yeah, i hoping to uh, yeah put a good good showing in and hopefully qualify. Well, when you start talking
0: Sydney harness racing, you talk the young guns, the Hearts, the Calligans, the Ricksons. The Grimers, well, the good news is that there's going to be uh, another addition. Uh, He's back, Chris Geary. You'll see him driving on Tuesday, all things being equal at Menangle, Parked in heaven, the horse he's on. And then from there, Chris, let's hope that momentum that was halted quickly uh, gathers momentum and you're back uh, driving plenty of winners, mate. Thanks for giving us some time this morning and on the pace.
3: No worries. Thanks very much, much Freddie. Uh, good to have you on.
0: There he is, Grant. Uh, good young fella. But what about that? He, he, he was quite modest, I think. I think he could play a bit of footy. And uh, he was a halfback uh, in the same time coming through the, uh, the juniors as uh, Nathan Cleary. And we all know what he's done. Couple of premierships, State of Origin, Australia. Oh, boy. Um, I
1: wonder, Freddie, I wonder if he had a got, the, got the run over Nat, would Nat yeah. be a harness racing driver? Well, <laughs> the roles reversed. I,
0: I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with no. <laughs>
1: uh, but, but with sporting people like that, even if he yeah. if he did, you know, he'd be yeah. darn good at it too, right?
0: Yeah. I, look, you get you get people in life that it doesn't matter. You know, they're good at whatever they turn their hand to, and I and I can I can um, speak. I guess on some level, firsthand, my cousin uh, he uh, was a brilliant uh, rugby league player, rugby union player and cricketer and he got to about 16 and he was told by all his coaches you've got to make a decision you've got to pick a sport you can't play all these you know if you want to make a profession out of it uh so he chose cricket and he managed to play one test match against south africa in perth in 2012 for australia and my cousin john hastings and he he became quite a talented cricketer playing uh, plenty of one-day internationals for australia uh plenty of 220s Uh, but he got to the crossroads a bit like all those good young sporting talents where they were told by coaches, pick one, it could be league, it could be union, it could be cricket. Fortunately for him, uh, he has a baggy green in his uh, possession uh, which is uh, a bit of a talking point. They only played the one test, but they can't take the baggy green off you when you uh, win a, a, you know, a test cap.
1: Absolutely. And I'm not going to try and one-up you, but I am going to try and one-up you. Um, a man yeah, I was lucky enough to meet quite a few years ago and spend some time with, Alexandro Sonardi, who used to mm-hmm. race IndyCar and won a couple of IndyCar championships. He mm-hmm. won a few junior championships. He unfortunately was involved in an IndyCar crash and had his front legs ripped off in uh, the crash and became, you know, um, a, uh, a... Wheelchair uh, bound or... Am- yeah, will, yeah, yeah MPT, wheelchair bound. He mm. then went on to win the European Touring Car Championship against able bodies in a BMW that was modified for him, then got yeah. tired of that and went off and raced for Italy in the Olympic Games in road racing in wheelchairs and won three gold medals. Wow,
0: well, yeah. So, uh, a when competitor's when you've got a competitor, a competitor you know? It. Yeah, when you've got it, you've got it. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, uh, I, I, I he certainly, John, as in my cousin, he got all the cricketing talent. And uh, Anyone that knows of John, a uh, big, tall, strapping lad, uh, he got all the hype in the family too, with me being just five 5'5". Five he,
1: <laughs> he stole everything from me. He I got everything,
0: yeah, yeah. It could have been me playing test cricket. No. <laughs> anyway, but it's been a great uh, weekend of racing. Uh, Blaney, big day at Blaney, you have got to mention, 50th anniversary uh, that club's been going 50 years and uh, Max Kingham's been the boss there, the, the, the president for all those years uh, and we wish the Blaney Club all the best. Uh, it's going to be chilly. It's about 10 degrees here in Sydney's west. I'd, I'd be thinking out Blaney Way. it's going to be somewhere uh, a little bit lower than that. So if you're heading to the track, rug up and they've got a massive day planned, lots on for those that come to uh, the races at Blaney, so please get out there.
1: And Freddie, either way, you'll always be a champion in my mind. Thank you for your time on this Sunday.